As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Worldwide podcast. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Hello, listening audience, and to God be the glory. It's just a blessing to be back in the house this evening on the Transforming Lives Bible Radio Show. And to have you rip us on the Positive Power 21 Christian Media Show with Jerry Ross Live. We want to thank every one of you who have had opportunity to join us on this evening. But before we go any further, we just want to give the man some praise who have made this all possible. And we all know his name is Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to take time out to say thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for another opportunity to give your name all honor, glory, and praise. And, Father, by this word tonight that you shall give to us, your people, Lord, we pray, O oh God, that we lend a listening ear and that our hearts are changed and that our lives are transformed and we have grown and increased in you just a little bit more that we will become more like you and no more what you expect from your children. We thank you now in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the precious Holy Ghost, in your sweet, precious name, Jesus, we pray. And your people say amen, amen, and amen. And again, I want to welcome every one of you to Transforming Lives Bible Radio Show tonight with Dr. Virginia Singleton of the Divine Church of Deliverance in Florence, South Carolina, the little church by the road where Pastor Chuck Singleton is a producer of this show. And, of course, Jerry Ross Live, 
out of Baltimore, Maryland, is our broadcaster. Tonight, we thank God for this word that he has poured into our spirit um, on your behalf tonight. And the topic tonight is, guess what? Your words create what you say. Oh, my goodness. And if I had to give a summary topic tonight, I would say, watch what you say. Why? Because believe it or not, words are very creative. And if we recognize that, even God himself, when we go all the way back to the book of Genesis, we're going to be tying in several passages of scripture tonight, but our base scripture tonight is going to be Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. And the Holy Ghost is going to build on that one passage tonight as we tie in other supportive passages. When we look at Genesis chapter 1 and we look at creation, we look at God who was, who and is still the Elohim God, meaning he is the one true God. He created this entire world and everything in it by spoken words and help of the Holy Spirit. When we look at Genesis 1 and verse 3, and it says, And God said, Let there be. And of course, in that particular passage, he said, Let there be light. And there was light. But in actuality, when we look back in the original Hebrew text, it actually said that God said, become. All God said is, become. He spoke a word. God didn't have to consult anybody. As we already established, he is the one triune God, the one true God. So he didn't have to ask anybody what to do. All he had to do is speak the word. And with his son, Jesus Christ, who was there, the second God in the Godhead, with the help of the Holy Spirit, got the word done. They were the acting agents for God. Whatever God spoke, they made it happen. So we need to watch what we say because your, our, my words create what we say. And when, again, we look at that word create, in the Hebrew, it means barah. So you remember that word barah. So every time you speak a word, you're creating something because your words give off a sound of tone in the atmosphere. So whatever you speak, your angels, your ministering angels, hear what you say, and they're going to make sure it happens whatever you speak. 
words are powerful and creative. By merely speaking words, God brought all things into existence. God's first creative word calls forth light in the midst of darkness. Just imagine, by only using his majestic words, an entire world was created and given life where there was no light and there was no life. My God, an entire world was created and given life. The power of the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, of the Elohim, the one true God, still, even today, permeates through expression of you and I, of the words that we now speak by faith. Remember, our words create what we say by faith with help of the Holy Spirit's power. Whether it creates something good or whether it creates something bad, we better watch what we say because our words create what we shape. Now, whatever we speak, we need to speak it by faith. Hebrew 11 and 1 says, Now, not tomorrow. Not next week, not next month, not next year, but we serve a right now God. Because when God spoke it, immediately it took place. So now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See, we, we want a lot of things from God. And, and, and we want to go before God and we just wail and we cry and we wail and we cry. And, and you know, and we just think, well, God, is you ever going to show up? But are we speaking by faith? Or are we just going before God and asking God for something? And we don't have no faith in God that he is going to do what we ask. And even more than that, do we have faith in the words that we are speaking? Because it's our faith that gives our word power when we speak it out of our mouth. We got to speak by faith. Words, when we speak them, will not work without faith any more than faith will not work without speaking a word. We can have a, a you know, all of the faith that we want, but if we never speak anything out of our mouth, how can we make anything happen? Why? Because God said, you have not. Why? Because you 
Ask not. And if we're asking in silence, we're not asking. Asking is an action word, meaning you have to say something. He never say think something. He say ask, meaning you need to say something. So it takes faith and it takes saying something to put the law of faith into motion. Many believers don't even realize that. They will continually speak words of doubt and unbelief. And then after they've gone in there, what we call our little secret closet, and we have our conversations with the Lord, and we didn't speak anything by faith. We just went in and had a conversation. And then all of a sudden, you know, we'll jump up one day and, and we'll say a couple of faith words. And, and all of a sudden, we're just going to expect that all of our mountains are just going to just move out of the way. However, when the mountains don't move, and our circumstances don't change, we get discouraged. But did we consult the Holy Spirit for help? Or did we jump out on our own without even consulting the Lord for guidance and direction for the path that we must take? And then even after consulting God, for direction in the path that we must take, did we ask the Holy Spirit for his help? Because then after we get direction, then now we need help from Holy Spirit to come in now with the power to help make these things happen. My God, my God. Wonder why the mountains don't move when we speak to them. Well, first of all, we must not speak with any power. Let us consult James chapter 1, verses 6, 7, and 8. See, when we speak with negative thinking, we don't get any results. When we go to God, and we say, well, I'm going to ask the Lord, but I, I just don't believe that it's going to happen. I'm not sure if God's going to do this. I believe this is too big for God. You know, I, I don't think that I'm in the right relationship with God. I don't believe I'm in the right place. You know, our heart is already not set on believing that God is going to move in our behalf. We can't go before God thinking negative, so we've already set ourselves up for failure. What did our brother James have to say about that? Well, he says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. So first of all, 
you like a ship out on the ocean, you know, and the wind just blowing, and you in the middle of the sea, and you just are rocking back and forth. You know, God said, I can't, I can't trust you. You know, you, you, you know, you just swaying back and forth. You are not sure whether I am able and whether I'm going to bless you and do what you're asking me. So I'm going to just let that sit right there. You know, so you've already set yourself up for failure. Why? Because you, you didn't even ask God in faith. And then in verse 7, James said, but let not that man or woman, so we say, man, we're not really speaking in gender. Let not that person, let not that child of God think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why? Because we went to God with negative thinking. We went before God already in doubt. I'm not sure if God is going to move, but I'm going to go to God anyway. He tells us to come boldly before the throne of grace that we might receive help in the time of need. You know, so God don't want us to be timid and wavering and wondering and come without any faith and come doubting when we come before him. We are his children. The same way that our children come to us, and we know our children don't mind, even when they done mess up, even when they have been disobedient, they're going to come to us and they're going to ask whether they get it or not. They're going to come to us like they have faith. Mama and daddy going to do this thing because they know I need this thing. Even if they don't need it, they're going to come to us because they believe in us because they know we love them. What more do we believe about the Father? Do we not believe that God loves us? He loves us even more than we love our own children. But James established in very six, he said, you got to ask in faith, not wavering, not doubting, because when we go, to the Father. And if we go to the Father doubting in any kind of way, He already said, You done set yourself up and don't get nothing from God. He is not going to bless you. You're going to walk away empty handed because when you doubt God, you say, God, I don't trust you. I don't believe that you are able to deliver. Then He says in verse 8, which sums up the whole matter. A double-minded man or person or child of God is unstable in all his ways. We are very undecisive. We cannot make our mind up about anything. We ought to realize that we can't trust God and have faith in God that God is able to deliver when we go before him and he holds the power of heaven and earth in his hand when the scriptures say that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. See, we be trying to get things to move for us, so we got to watch what we say. Why? Because your word 
create whatever you say. So when we go before the Father, we got to go before him boldly. And we don't need to go before him speaking the problem. We don't need to go before him lining out what our circumstance. He already know that. We need to go before him speaking the solution. Say what you want, not say what it is. Say what you want your outcome to be. God want to hear something positive. Our lives are all wrecked up, tore up from the floor up. It's all messed up. God know our situation. Before we come before him, we don't have to go and tell Father what our lives are. We don't have to tell him our bills are due. We don't need to tell him our phone ringing off the hook because the bill collectors just won't leave us alone. That they're, you know, just loading our mailboxes down with all kind of bill due letters. He know about that. We need to be walking around saying, God, I thank you that I am debt free. I thank you that this bill is paid in full. I thank you that my house mortgage is paid off. God, I thank you that my bank account got money in it. I don't care if it ain't got nothing in it. We need to start speaking those things that are not as though they already are. You know, so speak the solution, not the problem. Because see, the Bible said that we should have whatever we say. Why? Because our words create what we say. So watch what you say. Then when we look at Mark 11, 23 and 24, this is what Jesus said. This is what the Lord said he wants to hear from his children. And we are our father's children, and we know that we trust him, and if we really believe in him. Now, I want us to really put a pen right there for a second before we go into this verse. If we can have faith in people, and we can trust the word of people when they make promises to us, and we are grab that word. And we'll say, oh, they promised me that on Friday that they're going to give me $500. We can't wait till Friday get here. Oh, yes, when Friday get here, I'm going to have me 500 smackaroos in my hand. And we'll trust that word. And in most cases, we look to Friday, and when Friday get here, what happens? Sometimes it may happen. They may give it to us. But in most cases, when Friday comes, you go back and you ask them, you, you know, you still got that $500 you say that you're going to let me have. Oh, I forgot my bills was due. I forgot about a bill, and I had to use that money, and I'm not going to be able to do it. But that ain't how our father, he don't do us that way. Well, look here now. When we, God won't pause the thing. For us. And when we speak positive things, we get positive results. When we speak negative, we get negative because we get zero milk 
You hear me? Nothing. We get nothing, zero from the Lord. Jesus answered this question for us in Mark 11, 23 and 24, how to make things happen to create what we say. For Jesus said in his own words, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever, I'm a whosoever, you a whosoever, he is talking to anybody who will trust him enough to speak what he say. Stop speaking what the devil tell you. Stop listening at the enemy. Go in the Bible and find scriptures that fit your situation. And speak what Jesus has said about your situation. And you begin to speak what Jesus said. Here at Mark 11, 23 and 24, Jesus has given you a positive word to create what you say when you need something to change in your life. He says, for verily, men assuredly. I say unto you, if you just want to get real layman terms, I tell you no lie, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, talk about mountain moving faith, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Come on now. You speak it, your word, you speak positivity in faith, call on the Holy Spirit for help. Let me tell you one thing, you shall have what you say. And look at what he said in verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, my God, my God, when you pray, believe that you receive them, then you shall have them. He is saying your words when you speak them by faith. Hallelujah, Jesus, will create what you say. So you decree and you declare your own destiny when you speak with faith and trust God to do the rest. Hallelujah. In his own words, you got it right there. You write it down, write it down. If you're not looking in your Bible with me, write it down. Mark 11, 23 and 24. He said, you can speak to those mountains, whether it's sickness, you hear what I'm saying? Whether it's finances, no matter what it is, whether it's a broken marriage, whatever it is. If you have a problem on your job, no matter what it is, if the enemy is coming up against you, it doesn't matter what it is. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers them out of it all. No matter what is coming against you, satanic attack. No matter what it is, he said, you speak to those mountains by faith and tell them to move. And the mountains have to move. You shall have 
whatever you say. When you pray and you believe, you shall receive them. If you believe and you speak it by faith, you shall have whatever you say. So when you speak positive and you think positive and you walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to work on your behalf, we need to stop trying to be long rangers and think that we can do things on our own and we don't need no help. Hallelujah, Jesus. But we need to walk by faith and not by sight. It does not matter what it looks like. It ain't about what it feels like. It's not about the lies that the devil has told you. What did Jesus say about your situation? That's the word that you begin to speak. Begin to say what he said. He's going to deliver on his word because he is not a man that he shall lie. And he is not the son of man that he has to repent of nothing he said. Why? Because he will deliver on everything he said. Now, let's move on. Oftentimes, we are trying to speak creative words out of an unrepented and a deceptive heart when we come before a pure and holy father. Let me thank the Lord can't read who's in our heart. And no, yeah, I heard you. I heard you in the spirit. No, God does not hold us hostage because of our sin, and neither will he withhold any good thing from us. However, we who hold, we hold our own self hostage because we know that we have not repented of our sins. And therefore, we carry feelings of guilt and shame when we come before God asking him to fulfill our request. We need to never forget that we have a merciful Father who promises us in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9 that if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, so when we confess our sins, you know, unto the Father, he is faithful and he's just, he will forgive us and he will cleanse us of all unrighteousness. You know, so God don't want us to live this any kind of way and think that we can walk around and just name it and claim it. It don't work like that. We got to confess our sins. We got to repent and we got to turn away from our wicked ways. And we have got to do what he says in Matthew 6 and 33. We got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then these things that we want to create by what we speak. When we clean that heart out and don't be uh, deceptive because God knows our heart. We might can deceive man, but we cannot deceive God. Then we can walk in faith and then the Holy Spirit power will move on our behalf to create these things that we is asking the Father for. Too often, we want God. 
to allow the power of his Holy Spirit to create what we say. However, we are not as willing to honor the words that he has said unto us. When we look at Matthew chapter 12 and verses 33 through 37, Jesus reminds us saying these words. Either make the tree good and his fruit good or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. Oh, generation of vipers, how can you be evil speak good things? You know, so we want out of them, out of our heart, we want to walk around and pretend that we holier than thou, and we want to speak holy things out of an unclean heart. It don't work that way. He said, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we can only speak what is real out of the heart. And if we know that we are not repentant and we know that we are deceptive, what does he say? An unrepentant heart and a corrupted tree can only produce corrupted fruit. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. He said, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bring forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bring forth evil things. Now, this is Jesus talking. This ain't me. If you're looking in your Bible, it's in your Bible. So what's in your heart it's what's going to come out of your mouth. But too often, we pretend, we are very, we live very pretentious lives. And, and he said we straddle the fence, and he called us hypocrites. Yet, we want to create things, you know, and, and God is not going to honor in a positive way where we want to speak things that's positive and want the Holy Spirit to create a godly thing for us where we know that we are corrupted in our heart. But look at what he said at verse 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. You know, so and nobody don't have to judge us. And by right, nobody shall and nobody can judge anybody else. Because the word of God says, who can lay any charge against God's elect? You know, we ain't create nobody. So there's nobody who has any right to try to lay a charge of judgment against anybody. But those of us who God have put on the front line, you know, to, to teach others and try to instruct them and be a light in this darkness, we must speak truth to try to help people to see 
the light, then to shine the light on the darkness in them so that prayerfully they'll be willing to be transformed and that their lives will change and they will want to become more like Jesus and walk in the light of his word. Because he say in the day of judgment, he's going to hold us all accountable to everything that we have said and done in this body. Verse 37, for by thy words, meaning now whatever we speak out of our mouth, thou shalt either be justified or by thy words, we're going to be condemned. So it's the word that comes from our heart that produce results, whether good or bad. So whatever we speak out of our mouth, we create something. So we either create something that is good, that's going to benefit us, or we create something that is bad, that is going to be detrimental for our lives. So we have to watch what we say. The person who just throws in a couple of faith words now and then isn't speaking them from the abundance of his heart. Therefore, whatever they speak really is not effective. We just need to be real with you tonight. God wants to know that we are sincere in what we come before him, asking him for. And we need to ask God if what we are asking for is really within his will for us. Because oftentimes we just go before God and be asking God for all these fabulous things. And, and you know, and sometimes we can just get real extreme. And we just be asking just because we can. You know, so even when we ask and we want to create something and we are speaking on the thing, we need to say, Father, you know, I, I'm before you and, and I'm asking, but God, I want to be sure that what I'm asking for is in your will for my life. Because it don't necessarily have to be in God's will for our lives. Amen. You know, so make sure it's in the will of God because just because we ask doesn't mean that he has to give it to us because he knows better than us what we need. And I'm glad about it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Although your faith may not be strong, your faith must be sincere. Now, what does that mean, Dr. V? Does that mean that I shouldn't start speaking words of faith until I am sure that I have enough faith to back up the words that I say. Well, of course not. It doesn't mean that. Speaking words of faith is good at any time because speaking words of faith is good spiritual exercise. If you want to receive healing by faith, for example, fix your mind and your mouth on the word of God where your health is concerned. And the same thing, you know, do your spiritual exercise in speaking by faith concerning your finances, concerning your marriage, or concerning just 
any type of relationship concerning employment or any circumstance. It doesn't have to matter what it is. We need to speak words out of our mouth by faith and be positive. You know, speak what we want the outcome to be, not how it is. We don't, as we're running low on finances and, you know, and, and we got a lot of bills, we don't need to be always saying, Lord, I just don't know. I ain't going to never finish paying these bills. And guess what? You're not going to ever finish paying your bills. I don't know if I'm going to ever get out of this. I don't know if my life's going to ever change. No, 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 no. That is very negative speaking. Watch what you say. So you're trying to create a different lifestyle. You're trying to create a positive destiny. You're trying to change things for yourself. So you need to change your way of thinking. If you can change your way of thinking, then you will change your way of speaking. You're trying to create something different for yourself. So instead of talking about how miserable your life is, start speaking and personalizing. I'm going to give you a passage of scripture. Hallelujah. Because see, Jesus paid the price for you. Isaiah 53 and verse 5. I want you to consistently say this. For he, talking about Jesus, he was wounded for my, even though it uses our, it talks about corporately. I, I'm going to, I want you to personalize it. Say, for he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his stripes, I am healed. Uh, uh, I have money in my bank. I have a healed marriage. I have a better relationship. I have that promotion. I got that, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, I got that new job. You know, I, I, I got that increase in my pay. We, we have got to do better at how we speak because we got to watch what we say out of our mouth because we are creating our destiny with our words, my sisters and brothers. If you will continue to meditate on these words that I just said to you in Isaiah 53 and 5, and you, you start speaking these words over your life, Everything. So we got to learn how to speak over ourselves. We don't have to always run to the pastor. Oh, pastor, can you lay your hands on me? Oh, will you pray for me? Oh, will you all that? Just put some all on me. You know, we don't have to be greased down all the time. You don't have to lay hands on your own self and speak words over your own self every day and continue to repeat these words and repeat them. Speaking life over yourself. See, God's word is life and hell. Hallelujah. They are the truth in them. Eventually, you will see the truth in them. And you will begin. They will begin to sink in and take root and become reality into your life. And they will become to grow into your heart. And you will begin to see your life change. And you will begin to grow. And eventually... You will really be speaking from the abundance of your heart by faith, and you begin to believe what you say. And you won't be just saying it. You believe what you say, and nobody can't change it. Nobody will be able to change what you say. 
They won't be able to persuade your thinking. When that happens, it won't matter what the circumstances look like. It will no longer matter how you felt about your situation. You'll stop worrying about the doctor report, and you'll start believing what God has spoken concerning you, and you will start saying what he has said about you. The circumstances might not change instantly, but you will see your faith getting stronger and your words that you speak will begin to transform into a reality in your life. You will know that you have whatsoever you have been believing for by faith and the devil himself and every demon in hell, he has sent on an attack and assignment against you will be able to talk you out of your blessing. Why? Because by faith, your words create what you say by the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory, hallelujah. And we're going to close with this one passage. Jesus said, with the words say in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say the Lord. See, he's still speaking. He's always been talking, and he's still talking. But I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. See, he got an expected end. He already got it prepared for you, but he wants you to speak it. He wants you to say it. He wants you to believe it by faith, and he wants you to say what he says. Stop creating, saying things out on your own. Go read that Bible. Find scriptures to fit your situation. And you stop talking about your situation according to what your situation is. Find the words in the word of God. Find the scriptures that fit your situation. And you say what the Lord has said about your situation. And I declare unto you, you will see your situation begin to change. Why? Because there is power in the word of the Lord. And your words create what you say. When you speak the word of God with the help of the Holy Spirit. My God, my God. We pray that this word have helped somebody tonight. I tell you, I'm expecting a good report, good report, good prayers, report. People, you better be shouting right now or where you at right now. You are listening to Positive Power 21 Christian Media. Tuesday Night Triple Podcast with Dr. V on Transforming Lives Bible Radio, Paula Breon on The Truth, and Shalonda Williams on Inspiration the Treasure. Oh, don't forget, on October 11th, which is this Friday, Positive Power 21 Christian Media will be in Atlanta, Georgia, taping my journey, hallelujah, with the awesome Paula G. at the Good Acting Studio. Again, we want to thank every one of you who have tuned in to Transforming Life Bible Radio Ministry. I say to you, my listening audience, stop speaking negative over your life. Stop saying the thing that the devil speaks in your ear because the enemy don't want you to have anything better. The enemy would, would rather you lose everything that you have. The enemy don't want you to have anything. 
But God say he already got the best prepared for you, and he don't want you to have anything less. So speak God say, and you will get what he say when you speak positively. Ask for help from the Holy Spirit and let your words create what you say. We want to thank Jerry Ross Live, Positive Power 21, Hallelujah Christian Media, and we want to thank the listening radio audience, and we hope that your heart has been lifted up and your lives have been transformed by the Word of God. Have a blessed evening. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. This is Dr. B signing off. You're listening to Jerusalem Worldwide Podcast. All right, family, thank you for tuning in. That was Dr. V. That's right. Tune in every, every Tuesday night, beginning at 8 o'clock. We got 8, 9, and 10 o'clock. Triple Podcast. Tuesday night, Triple Podcast. Going to be powerful, y'all. So stay tuned. We got a brand new show coming up. Coming up. This record, The Testimony with Paula Brian. So check it out. So stay tuned. We got some music coming up, and she will be with you at 9 o'clock. This is Jerry Woods Live Worldwide, a.k.a. the Batman of Charm City. Beautiful out, y'all. Beautiful. You got to come to Charm City. Check out the Batman. All right, y'all. Coming up real soon, real soon. Now, look for Lakeisha Moses' show. Going to be taping real soon in, in the beautiful DMV. That's right. That's right. She's going to be having a taping in October, November, maybe December. So if you're interested, hit us up. Find out how you can come to Maryland and be part of that beautiful, beautiful showcase. Right, Aaron in DeKalb County, Georgia. That's right, content creators all over DeKalb County. So you got to check it out. Channel 25, Channel 25 in Baltimore. I'm sorry, Channel 25 in DeKalb County, outside of land. All right, y'all, stay tuned. We'll be right back at 9 o'clock. I'm Jerry Rose Live Worldwide, a.k.a. The Batman.
Like I'm 
see me shine bright like some high beams. And we driven with the vision, cut the visine. And we blazing trails like it's game time. And we bring the heat like it's waste time. And he take the lead like it's game five. And y'all be my set, so I bang mine. Praying that these young hitters really get it. Hope they know they got a base and this is not a gimmick. Hope they know they like official, man, it's not a scrimmage. Hope they know that he is risen, you can come and get it. They say that they bout that green like they carry. I say that I'm about my king like a blind. They say that they bout that green like they carry. But I say that I'm about my king like a blind. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.